0: Earlier this month, Denmark's State Serum Institute published an article about the discovery of several different mutations in the coronavirus in minks that uh, we don't see in humans. And following this discovery, the Danish government ordered a culling of all farmed minks within the country. The UK also set a travel ban to Denmark. Although both measures have been subsequently revoked after some backlash. So to find out more about this finding and how worried we should be about this, uh, we are pleased to be joined by the Professor of Medicine Infectious Diseases at Georgetown University Medical Center, Dr. Daniel Lucy, on the line. Hello. Hello.
1: Hello. Good morning, uh, South Korea.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Lucy. First, uh, from what we know so far, and it's uh, very helpful if we could get your expert opinion on this, is... Do we know if these minks and this uh, COVID 19 mutation is something that is transferable to humans?
1: Yes, there are some uh, mutations in the SARS coronavirus number two that causes COVID that um, have occurred in mink in uh, both Denmark and earlier, um, a couple of months earlier, in the Netherlands uh, and uh, have then. Uh, infected uh, humans from the mink.
0: Now, is there a potential then in terms of what you can gauge so far that this poses a serious threat, uh, meaning that this could become a global event where it eventually spreads to humans and that in turn then becomes a sort of separate strain of COVID-19 that can spread throughout the population around the world?
1: Well, that is the concern. Uh, However, fortunately, just I would say in the last, uh, well over the weekend, uh, the last three days, two to three days, uh, it it looks like uh, scientists in uh, Denmark and uh, at the World Health Organization in in Geneva uh, and elsewhere uh, think that probably right now uh, the mutation does not represent uh, a, a serious threat in terms of being more contagious between people or in terms of being more deadly. Of a disease in people, or even of uh, making current uh, candidate COVID vaccines less likely to work right now. So mm. that's what's been worked out, uh, you know, o- over the past uh, couple days to weeks. Um, but it doesn't mean that things won't get worse in the future. But it's where we are today. Okay. It looks like it's not as bad as when they uh, decided to call, try to call all, kill all of the uh, mink uh, in uh, in Denmark.
0: You know, one, one of the uh, effects of this COVID-19 pandemic around the world is that a lot of us have become uh, somewhat armchair or amateur epidemiologists, right? We all kind of follow the website, like worldometer numbers, and and, and we look at the spread and, and we look at the uh, logarithmic scales and all this. And obviously, a lot of this is done uh, through a, a layperson's perspective like myself. But uh, what we know about uh a coronavirus like COVID-19 and compared to previous outbreaks of uh, coronaviruses like SARS or MERS, this, this idea that um, it can be transferable or mutated within animals and spreading to humans once again, is it unprecedented with uh, this particular strain with COVID-19 or it ha- has it uh, happened before with, let's say, SARS or MERS? Well,
1: with SARS, um, there were... Uh, at least three uh, different animal species that had the virus. Presumably it came from bats, but then infected civets and uh, red badgers and raccoon dogs. And then people got infected from uh, those animals, primarily we think from civets. Um, And and, and as a result, um, and we think that there's some mutation that occurred in the original SARS in 2003 Mm -hmm. uh, virus between bats and, and civets or these other animals. And then when it infected people, um, and so there was a massive uh, culling uh, in, in China, for example, of the, of the civets. Um, there were civet farms uh, before SARS, but then uh, they, they, they basically um, killed all the, the, the civets in, in, in the farms um, as, a, as a type of a measure of control. Um other, other examples of animals uh, uh, being a source of infection for people is, uh, is the Middle East respiratory syndrome, yeah. which everyone knows very well in Seoul uh, from 2015. And there it's the camels um, that transmit to humans as well as person to person. One other example I'd like to mention briefly where there was a, a massive culling or killing of. The animal that uh, was infected that uh, spread the virus, in this case, bird flu or avian flu mm-hmm. or H5N1 or H7N9 yeah. to humans. So those were chickens and ducks primarily. And so massive numbers of uh, those chickens and ducks that were infected uh, in in some parts of Asia, uh, especially in Indonesia and in uh, Egypt, uh, which have the largest numbers of humans infected with uh, H5N1. Uh, there, the, the chickens and ducks were were, were killed or were culled. But certainly no camels were killed because right. of Middle East respiratory syndrome.
0: Well, that is a perfect segue then to the next question here because initially the Danish government had ordered a mass culling of all farmed minks. Um, and, and we we found out, uh, I guess because most people like myself didn't know that uh, uh, Denmark is actually the second largest exporter uh, of mink for products, and so there, there's an economic component to all of this when you make the deci- uh, decision to to cull livestock or, or uh, farmed animals like minks. Um, they back down from that initial culling order. Uh, what do you think generally is the appropriate response, and maybe specifically with this uh, mink outbreak?
1: Well, I think it depends, uh, or it should depend, at least in part, an important part on the science. Mm. You know, how great of a threat uh, is the virus in the, in the animal population, whatever that is, uh, whether it's mink or it's, you know, camels for MERS or civets for SARS or chickens or ducks for bird flu, uh, et cetera. Um, but also, as you said, there's a very important uh, economic component uh, to 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 all of these outbreaks and all of these animals, uh, including this one now in in Denmark, um, and, and and the original observation in the Netherlands where mink were infected and some people got infected from the mink in the Netherlands, and so there's extensive culling there, and even in the United States, uh, in certain in a couple of states in the United States, such as Utah, mm-hmm. uh, there's been uh, infected mink with this virus, mm-hmm. and so they've been uh, called, although the farms are much smaller than in Denmark or in the Netherlands. Uh, so the economic right. impact is still real, but it's not as massive as as in Denmark. So, uh, I, you know, I, re- I would defer to the Danish scientists and the, and the health officials. Um, um, but it, it seems that the, uh, as far as whether or not to call all the mink or just the ones that the farms that are, have infected right. mink. Um, but I think that the initial concern that this was going to trigger a new pandemic of sort of a SARS coronavirus mutation around the world and our vaccines wouldn't work. Fortunately, that's not the case.
0: Well, yeah, and then just briefly for that final question in regards to the vaccine, as you mentioned, we've been getting so much um, positive news. I think people feeling optimistic about the, the so-called 90% uh, effective rates from the Pfizer trials and then uh, the, the 95% claims coming out of Moderna uh, very recently. Uh, there is already a rampant vaccine skepticism uh, abounding, uh, particularly notably in the U.S. population. Uh, this, uh, we should put people's minds at ease that uh, somehow this vaccine won't be effective just because of these uh, uh, news reports coming out of Denmark, right?
1: Yes, I agree. Now that we know what we know over the last couple of days from uh, scientists in Denmark and at the World Health Organization who evaluated this uh, data from the mink, uh, the virus from the mink, yeah, it, 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 uh, it, it won't uh, prevent these vaccines um, that you just mentioned, uh, uh, Pfizer, BioNTech from Germany and Moderna from the U.S. from uh, being effective. Um, but the vaccine skepticism also has to do with, you know, the safety of the vaccines and the trust most importantly, the trust. Yeah. So I think that, uh, uh, you know, these will be or must be shown to be effective and safe uh, for the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to give them a emergency use authorization, which uh, everyone uh, here is hoping uh, will occur before the end of this year. So sometime, you know, in before the end of December, we hope.
0: Well, uh, certainly uh, we all uh, hope along with you. Uh, Dr. Lucy, thank you so much for uh, your insights into this and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much. It's really always my pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye.